0: Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host. And as always, it's such a pleasure to be here with you all today. Today on the podcast, we have another very special guest, one of our incredible holistic business mistress mind members. Her name is Emily Stiles. Emily is an inner voice facilitator, empowering people on the path of self-discovery to live an intentional and fulfilling life. Now, I'm so excited for you to listen to today's episode because we cover many different topics. But what is so fascinating about this episode is that Emily asked her inner voice throughout the entire episode, how to respond to my questions. I didn't send any of the questions before our interview. So she was here in the moment and you can hear, she pauses to check in with her inner voice every step of the way. One of the beautiful things that I have witnessed in Emily through supporting her as she's been growing and expanding her business as an inner voice facilitator is just how deeply she is embodying this work honestly, in every mistress mind call, in every encounter, she's asking her inner voice, she's listening and responding. And this is a sure sign of self-trust, right? She's allowed herself so much space to hear and also to act on the wisdom that she's receiving from her inner voice. And you're going to see firsthand how we can infuse this in not only regular life, but also in our businesses. So I'm super excited for you to meet Emily, to hear about her business journey. She's had many different businesses in the past, and now she's sharing this really purpose-driven work for her, which is inner voice facilitation and really supporting her clients to connect with their inner voices, but also to embody and go deeply into practicing this work. And I'm really excited for you all to watch her journey develop as she continues to deepen into this beautiful work. So today we're going to talk all about Emily's journey along her business journey. Emily is also a generator in terms of human design, and we'll be going into really having that deep sense of self and how that really supports you in your business, and in your life to create the beautiful life that you desire. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. And if you would like to join us in our next round of the Holistic Business Mistress Mind, Emily will be there with you. She's joining us for a second round. I'm so excited to support those of you who are called to share this experience with us all. All you need to do is head to latisharange.com forward slash mistress mind that will take you to the wait list, pop your details there, and then you'll receive an email with all the details on how to apply for the September intake for the Holistic Business Mistress Mind, which means we kick off on the 1st of September. So if you'd love to join us there, make sure you join the wait list. And if you're listening to this episode at a future date and you want to be in the next round of the Mistress Mind, also pop your details there and then look out for the email that will give you all of the details about the next dates for the Mistress Mind. If you're not familiar with The Mistress Mind, this is my signature high-level business mastermind for existing business owners who are looking to grow, which I'm going to assume that all of you are. If you are a business owner, you want to grow, right? So The Mistress Mind will take you to your next level and beyond. We help you create a pathway to your six figure and beyond business and whatever other goals it is that you desire. I always see your desires as a really important compass guiding you in the direction that your soul wants you to go in. You're here to serve. You're here to use your unique gifts. And part of that will be financial goals. And then there will be non-financial goals and we can support you with all of it in the mistress mind. So if you're ready for next level leadership, next level impact, next level financial results, and also next level self-trust, then this is the container for you. So if you're an existing business owner, make sure you head to com forward slash mistressmind to get all the details and be able to apply to join us. All right, everybody, let's talk to Emily. Hey, Emily, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here to get us started. Could you tell us, as in me and all of our listeners, a little bit about you and your business, including who your business serves?
1: My name is Emily Stiles. I am based three hours north of Melbourne in Victoria in Australia. I am an inner voice facilitator and I help people to connect with their intuition, to connect with their sense of self and live life from that perspective so they can create a meaningful, purposeful and fulfilling life. That is basically my business (laughs) to, to help people to uncover all those things that are underneath all the layers that the mind has developed for them to get back to who they are at the core and to create their life from that perspective, create that, that, their joy from that perspective.
0: Mm, I love that. And what does having a strong sense of self feel like?
1: <sighs> hmm. Confidence. It feels like just a knowing it's, a true connection with your purpose and who you are and this unwavering sense of knowing and being in a place where your external environment doesn't shake that. Mm. Oh, I love that. So it doesn't matter where you are
0: you still have that strong sense of who you are.
1: That's it. It doesn't doesn't matter what's going on around you. It doesn't matter, like, who is in your physical space, um, who you're interacting with. When you are connected with that sense of self, all of that is something that you can experience, but it's not something that you absorb into who you are because who you are is already fully formed and you're approaching life from this sense of being full of being whole
0: Mm. i love that and being in integrity
1: yeah and in that authenticity that yeah that that truth Mm.
0: Yeah cuz it's so interesting just to kick off this conversation going right into it all. Um yeah. when when I think when we think of sense of self like one of the words that might come up is maybe identity for a lot of people like like who am I in terms of my identity. And what just really came through for me then is this idea of that integrity piece of like okay in this moment like what is true for me like what do I feel like what do I want to be doing and honoring that truth and and within that recognizing that there's this like ever-changing um essence of ourselves as well
1: this yeah uh, I think this is really definitely pretty beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to dive right into the depths right from the start. <laughs> when you said identity there, it's uh, there is a tendency for the mind to attach itself to an identity and have that be a permanency. Mm. And we are constantly evolving. We are constantly expanding beings. And so for the mind to latch on to something and then to hold that, as a permanency that really inhibits that expansion yeah it it really creates this limitation but when you recognize that you are in the present moment in each moment and that you are expanding and that you are evolving and growing you're allowing that identity to evolve Mm. and so there's a difference between the sense of self-identity and understanding who you are at the core and what lights you up and what your desires are and and all that goodness underneath the levels of the mind and that identity, that egoic identity that the mind holds and attaches to and holds its worth in. Mm.
0: And this is why it's self-discovery. (laughs) yes (laughs) because we're always just discovering that other like layer that other facet that other angle of ourselves there's just so much to um be revealed and to be to
1: be known yeah and it's ongoing as well each time the mind thinks oh yeah I've got it figured out No, it's changing, it's evolving, there's more to discover, there's more to unearth within yourself and there's, because things are changing around you, things are changing inside of you, that is constantly changing, constantly shifting. So there's always more to discover, you will never have it all figured out. And that's the beauty of it too. How much fun is that?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a great like point to make here. We think that we're going to be done with that self-discovery, and I think we're all trying to get to this end point. And as soon as we realize, and I'm speaking to myself here as well as always, as soon as we realize that there is no end point, that we're actually not trying to get anywhere, the point is the journey of uncovering, of revealing. Different layers of ourselves to ourselves and to each other. That's where things become
1: really enjoyable in the unknown, in the journey. Yeah I just uh, came through for me then it's like the mind having this idea of you know the holiday is an end point like you work really hard so you can have a holiday but then if you have an extended holiday you get bored because you've done all the things you've done all the, the all the exciting things that you've looked forward to and then there's just this open space and you're left wondering well what's next now that I've done that thing like this was my end point this was my end goal but then what's next and so there's always that what's next Mm,
0: yeah and like where do you think that what next comes from
1: that constantly evolving Like that's that's what we're here for is to experience this life existence so we're not here to sit idle um I think that's <laughs> keeps coming back and back to me. The like Abraham Hicks talking about that's croaking. That's that's when you die is when you are you know idle and there's nothing left to experience here. Um, when your soul's purpose is finished here, mm-hmm. then that's it. Then that finishes. But while you are here, while you are living, while you're existing, there is that constant expansion, that constant evolving, that constant experiencing new things and seeking out new and seeking out that growth and seeking out that self-discovery as well, constantly going back to that drive within and those desires within and allowing them to unfold in your experience.
0: Mm, I love that. Yeah, so this is just such an interesting topic. Um, It obviously touches all of us in so many ways You know, even with our desires, we have, we start to recognize our desires and, and start to honor them. And then we create an identity out of those desires. And then there's this awkward sort of moment where you realize something's not being met or this just is, it's like, I'm, I'm just, there's, there's conflict, there's frustration again. And then there's this, oh, actually, I want something else. I want, there's a new desire there that I have to honor. And then I've got to go through this same process of becoming aware of it, of honoring it, of embodying it. And then eventually it's, then there's something else, there's something else. And I feel like it's such a, it's just such a fascinating part of our journey that there is no, I'm completely satisfied by this one thing or this one part of myself for the rest of my life. And I can rely on that. There is the satisfaction in that, in the discovery process of new desires and of fulfilling them and experiencing them and on and on and on and
1: on and on. Yeah, definitely. And the the satisfaction is not meant Mm. to be everlasting on one thing, because if you were satisfied with one accomplishment, well, then there would be no desire to evolve and to grow.
0: Yes, uh, that's so true. So I feel like this is this is really um, interesting for us um, generators and manifesting generators in um, human design because our signature of success is satisfaction. Uh, sorry, our signature is satisfaction, which means when you're living in alignment with your design you will feel satisfied. And um, and then our not-self theme is frustration. And so sometimes we can think, well, that's a, that's a bad thing when I'm feeling frustrated. But actually what your not-self theme is showing you is an opportunity for that evolution, that fulfilment of a new desire, a new um, opportunity to discover yourself, to, to pull back a layer so actually the frustration is just as important as the satisfaction.
1: Yeah, definitely. If, if not more so, I think, in guiding your experience and yeah. alerting you to when you're heading in a direction that is not as serving for you and is not as fun for, for what you could potentially be doing otherwise.
0: Yeah, I love it. Okay, so (laughs) there's a big introduction to the conversation, everybody. Yeah. So, Emily, tell us why you started your business and like as in why did you want to have a business in and of itself and then why this business, (laughs) this focus (laughs) in your business?
1: I have been on an entrepreneurial path for well over a decade um, and Mm -hmm. I have been in property investing, I have been in e-commerce and in the background of all that I have been doing personal development work and so initially a lot of the personal development work was aimed at succeeding in business Uh, but in around about 2016 I really turned it inwards. So I had previously Um, had depression and anxiety and I decided that I wanted to heal that Um, and I was finding that there was no level of external success that I could achieve that was going to eliminate that depression was going to eliminate that anxiety that anxiety was something that I carried with me almost constantly I felt that Mm. tightness in my chest I felt that panic um like constantly worrying about what people thought and worrying about what I was doing and the results that would come from what I was doing and just that holding that energy within myself all the time and that had a whole realm of ramifications just in itself with my health um, and my relationships and so around 2016, I went, well, something's got to change. <laughs> and so that's actually mm-hmm. when I came across Jess Lively and started learning about connecting with my intuition. And it resonated on a level that nothing else had previously. And so I was diving into that work and then Last year, um, when she announced that she was doing her inner voice facilitator training, I thought, yes, this is a way to really go in deeper. And at the time, I had no idea that it was going to evolve into a business. And so I went through that training and when I started doing client sessions, I found that connecting with people and helping people to unlock this wisdom within themselves and connect with that truth within them, that was something that just lit me up. And as a generator, I've learned that you follow those things that light you up. <laughs> and so I dive straight in. I was this, what I do now is so fulfilling. It is so meaningful to me. And I see how vital it is for people's experiences in life and how much their lives shift when they start connecting with that sense of self. We have especially, like I can only speak to Western society because that is what I'm a part of, that we have so much external noise and so much focus on the external validating us and providing gratification and you know, making us feel better and that is not what's going to fill you up it's that connecting back within that is going to change everything in your life and to share that message with people is just so Oh, fulfilling for me it yeah, just as I said it just lights me up and so when I started actually working with clients as part of the the training certification I knew and that's another gut another generator thing is that gut response I just knew this is mm. what I'm going to be doing and so I jumped first into it and <laughs> <laughs> no regrets whatsoever this is exactly where I'm supposed to be keeps responding to that too. So it's just constantly showing that, yes, this is where you are supposed to be.
0: So cool. So, like, just to clarify, so when you did, when you first signed up to do the Inner Voice Facilitator training, you were like, I'm definitely not going to do this as a business.
1: Well, I had absolutely <laughs> no expectations of doing it as a business. I didn't think like that... There was a lot of uh, worth um, issues for me to work through at that point. Um, I didn't think that I was worthy of of doing this for other people. I was just thinking, okay, I'm going to heal myself Mm -hmm. by doing this. Um, And then when I was healing myself, it it came through that, like, yes, you are absolutely able to do this for other people and you should be doing this for other people. This, This is... Part of your purpose is to share this with anybody that comes into your your
0: reality. Mm,
1: I love that. And part of sharing that is embodying mm. it and and showing people what's possible. I love that part of
0: sharing it is embodying it, and you really did embody the practice. Like I know because I was um, the leader of the squad that. Emily was in which was awesome that's how we got to know each other so well and you just like you went deep and you have continued to go deep into this work right up until this moment in time that I know you (laughs) that we meet here (laughs) like what do you think really allowed you to go deep because that does require a significant amount of trust within yourself to allow yourself to do that what helps you there
1: that's a great (laughs) question I think it was there was nothing to lose like every time I went deeper I found that satisfaction that level of knowing that reassurance that just kept coming from within and so that wasn't something that my mind even really wanted to shy away from Mm. as much as it you know the mind can resist change and it can resist new the way that my (laughs) my inner voice knew that that was going to happen and so the way that it was approaching everything that all the wisdom that it was providing me with and all the guidance that it was providing me with, I feel it was doing that in a way that it felt that the mind could
0: mm. get on board with. I love it. And, you know, probably uh, what helped as well is because you weren't pressuring yourself to make this like a career and a business, You there was more room to like play with the, with, with the practice of connecting to yourself and everything that you're learning through inner voice facilitator training and then um, the results could be so much quicker because you didn't have that pressure on yourself, which I mention because yeah. we, we can also see how this works
1: in business too. <laughs> yeah. And it is so interesting that I have been able to allow myself to go so deep into this so quickly as well because that is something that for me previously was something that was really difficult to allow myself to especially in terms of being in the the facilitator training it was not a public forum as such, but it wasn't like I was doing an online course at home. I was interacting with people. People were seeing my journey. People were seeing, you know, witnessing my um, my inner voice sessions. And previously I had huge anxiety around how I was Mm. viewed by other people. And so by connecting with that, energy of the inner voice I think that was probably the the most reassuring thing is actually feeling that it's a physical sensation but it converts into like a say like it is just a reassurance like it's a full body Mm. knowing for me when when what is what the inner voice is presenting it's, it is that full body knowing, like I have that connection within and that's something that I've developed because 2015, <laughs> I had no idea what that was. Um, I mean, like all of us, most, well, most of us, I assume have had at some stage, like a gut feeling or, you know, times when they just knew that, you know, something was supposed to happen or they were supposed to do something, but I didn't know that that was something that I could channel that it was something that I could tap into at any given time and so that was something that was developed um, through
0: practice Mm. yeah I love that so if you had to share three things that you would want any other human being out there slash business owner to know about connecting with their inner voice and their sense of self what would What comes up for you today in this moment?
1: Breathe. (laughs) The the first thing that comes up is breathe out. Uh, It's so crucial to connecting with who you are. And it's one of those things that I've noticed we're expected to have the answer to things mm. so quickly we're expected to have that knowledge straight away when somebody asks for someone something we're supposed to answer straight away if we take a second to think about it then there's a sense from the the person asking that we're unsure or that we're creating a lie or creating a false response But in actuality, if we take that moment to just breathe out and allow the answer to come through from somewhere that is not the ego, that is not somewhere that is the mind's culmination of collected information and allow that to come through from a deeper sense, that's how you start living more authentically Mm. as well. yeah first firstly I'd say breathe check in Mm. as well like check in with your body with that physical sensation Uh, that's something that for me I don't always communicate verbally with my inner voice throughout my day I'm just bringing myself back to how do things feel in my body Does it feel, do I have that sense of knowing? Do I have that sense of satisfaction? Or am I feeling frustrated? Am I feeling disconnected? Am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling just uncomfortable? And that provides so much guidance for what I'm doing during the day. And in business as well. Um, you know, I find even, you know, making purchases and, you know, deciding what service to use what service provider to choose all of that is something that you can actually receive feedback from mm-hmm. in yourself
0: totally and it's the only way we make decisions about how to invest over here
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's
0: just so liberating when you can have Ooh. relationships with your clients that are guided to you through their intuition they're the only thing to do then is to trust who shows up
1: yeah that's it and actually that's just the third point that's come through is to be aware of Mm. your energy because that is going to determine who is coming into your business it's going to determine who resonates with you if you're providing this false sense of, you know, I should be doing this to connect with my clients or, you know, I should be advertising this way. This is the content that I should be providing. It's not going to resonate as deeply as if you follow what is actually coming through for you authentically.
0: Totally. So basically allowing yourself to be you <laughs> allows for yeah. the perfect aligned Partners, i.e., people, your clients, um, in your business.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And people can sense when you have that falseness about you too. And they may might not always know what exactly it is, but they're just going to feel that energy of, yeah, I'm not so sure about this person, I'm not so sure about what they're saying, or it's just something about them that I'm not connecting with. But if you are coming through as that embodied full sense of self, even if they don't resonate with what you're saying, the topic you're talking about, how you're approaching it, if you're coming through in that full body authenticity, they will still receive you. They will still connect with you and they can feel resistance in themselves for for the information that you're providing, but they'll still feel that connection Mm. with you.
0: I love that. So breathe, check in, and be aware of your energy. Yeah. That's beautiful. Okay. I would love to know. You have had um, several businesses and have several businesses. Um, How has your experience running those businesses compared with uh, running a business as an inner voice facilitator?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's like no comparison Yeah, every comparison (laughs) because they are worlds Mm. apart (laughs) absolutely yeah I can
0: actually let's do how are they different and then like how has that experience actually served you in your business as an inner voice facilitator
1: Um, it was nothing for me to be working 16 hour days um and It was basically from waking up to going to bed. I was on. I was in business mode. And that was how I was deriving my worth was from how hard I was working, how successful I could be. Um, Yeah, just really trying to prove myself through what I was doing, through how I was working and how I was achieving that. I could never go back to that. That is a completely different person now. So with the inner voice business, there is no trying to prove my worth. There is such a different energy. Now I am here to share. I am here to serve people. Whereas previously I was, (laughs) the first words that just came up and was serve myself, um, which is not what I thought I was doing at the time, but in trying to derive my worth from what I was doing, that's really what I was doing. It was very self-serving. Yeah. (laughs) Just having that realization.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a powerful one. Tell us a bit more about that.
1: I was so disconnected with... Who I was, I had no sense of self. Uh, I was a people pleaser. I was a chameleon. (laughs) I was shape-shifting to match whoever Mm. I was with. I really didn't have any sense of my own desires, my own energy at all. Uh, I was very concerned with as i said earlier like what people thought of me i was very worried about being alone and not Mm -hmm. being good enough for people and so that the fear of people leaving or the fear of people not like me meant that i became that people pleaser and also became a perfectionist Mm -hmm. as well i wanted the perception that people had of me was, was that everything was perfect And that things came easily for me. And that was so far from the truth. But I felt that if people didn't think that of me, well, then I wasn't good enough for them. And so that was how I showed up in my businesses as well, was this constant striving to prove that I was good enough and that what I was doing was good enough. And that was a constant battle because that good enough expectation that I had of myself was an unmeasurable expectation. <laughs> there was nothing I could do that would qualify as being good enough because what is good enough? It was something that was. Yeah,
0: even working 16 hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was something that was indefinable, in, indefinable, undefinable. Yeah. <laughs> but. So because of that because of holding myself to that unattainable expectation there was no there was no way for me to ever achieve that but there was no realization of that either and so I just kept trying harder and harder and I ended up extremely sick from doing that I ended up with um endometriosis where I couldn't get out of bed um because I was in so much pain at one stage I had I also ended up with um appendicitis wow. in that time as well uh in that t- in the space of three years I had wow. nine surgeries um, to remove end- endometriosis and um and the appendicitis as well and yeah it was after all that that I went no this is this is not sustainable like something has to change and so I started to move away from I started to live a more natural lifestyle I moved away from a lot of chemicals um, in you know products that I was putting on my skin and my hair all that kind of thing I changed what I was eating I tried gluten-free diets I tried dairy-free diets and I changed all these external factors trying to make myself more productive. So at that stage, it wasn't even let's Mm. check on what's going on within. This is, I want to be a successful business person and my body is holding me back right now. How can we change that? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) How can can I make my body perform better Um, rather than looking at, well, why is it not performing?
0: Mm. Um,
1: and so that even worked for a little while until it didn't <laughs> yeah and so that's when again I had to go well, it was actually the 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 drive to not want to pass my the way I was with the depression and with the anxiety I didn't want to bring children into that energy and so that was my initial driving force was to clear that energy so that I could have a family and be healthy and raise a healthy family. Mm, my um, gosh. Yep. Yeah. So that was, I guess, where I started to have that mindset shift of let's actually heal what's going on within And when I started to do that, then I started to see how what I was doing was so detrimental, the way that I was working, the way that I was pushing myself to find my worth in what I was doing and really starting to unpack all of those layers of the mind (laughs) that had created that result. And so I've just spoken for so long, I don't know what the original question was or whether I've addressed that.
0: (laughs) No, I love it. I I love it. We're talking about how your experience with your um, other businesses has been different to your experience with this business. So basically, you have come into this business connected with your sense of self. Um, with an ability to meet your body's needs and respond to what your body's telling you. And that was very different to where you were at personally um, with your other businesses in the past.
1: Yeah, it's truly like a a completely different person um, that had those other businesses. And it's amazing that mm-hmm. at the time I was doing all the research I was reading all the business books I was reading all the self-help books at the time and I was applying all these things that I was learning and yet all these all this information that I was gathering there was some mindset work in it but none of it was addressing the inner and that's so interesting mm. to me and you know, in past years, there's a lot of books now that have become popular that do address the inner. But, you know, 10 years ago, those things weren't so popular. And so I just thought that, you know, <laughs> in in not having that sense of worth or, you know, not feeling good enough, I thought that I wasn't applying these techniques well enough. And, again, so that just fueled that let's try harder, let's try harder. And that's the difference with where I'm at now and with my inner voice business is because I'm approaching it with, from that place of fullness, not trying to fill my cup up from my business, but actually coming to my business for full. Ooh. Yeah. Snap. <laughs> it's completely <laughs> different. I'm not trying to find my worth in what I'm doing or in how hard that I'm working because I already am worthy, and that's something that I didn't connect with in the past.
0: How incredible. And it's just amazing because um, this is like the work is that self-trust piece really for us yeah. as business owners be- because our mind is the one that is is searching outside of itself for all of the validation and the security and the comfort and all of the things. And so our work as business owners, no matter who we are, comes back to this piece of really trusting ourselves, trusting that we're worthy, trusting that it's all going to happen in the perfect divine timing, trusting that we can allow ourselves to be seen. We can share the message, all of this. It's such a nuanced topic that has so many layers that we will probably for all of us spend our lives really exploring. And the business is such a beautiful like (laughs) microcosm of that, of that greater journey. And, I love that you can see this in the different seasons of business you've been in and now you get to explore that exact same concept uh, from a, I guess, a deeper uh, level of consciousness. But still it's exploring that same topic just in a a slightly different
1: lens. Like that's the work still. And business is... especially for entrepreneurs, such a reflection of your inner state. And so the businesses that I had previously, they were hard to work in and never achieved everything that I wanted for them because that's where my internal state was, was that I felt like I had to work hard and I was never going to achieve all that I wanted to achieve. And so even though they were successful businesses in the eyes of the external world, I never felt connected to them in that way and so I never saw them in that way. Mm. And no doubt those businesses were limited because of that. They could have had so much more expansion, had the energy that had been brought to them being fuller.
0: Yes. I, I love this point that you're making about like not basically leaning on your business and projecting all of that um, insecurity and um, worthiness um, piece onto the business. Instead it's like, oh, this can just be here as a, um, with its own purpose and with its own um like creative endeavors. And I get to just like give the overflowing part of my cup to the business and let it do its thing rather than, as you said, like being like business, you must show me that I am worthy by producing yes. these particular results in this particular time frame in this particular way.
1: And how much is that the mind, like the mind having its expectations of this is exactly how I want to control the outcomes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, and then that's going to make me um, decide that I am good enough. Yeah. And then it's going to be like, oh, but hang on, hang on, but you need the next result now. You need the next yeah. thing because the the thought is always still there, the the core belief that, well, I'm just not good enough and I need to prove it. Otherwise, like or else, there's this real like damning um, nature to it, and we we all have like that within our mind somewhere, and we also all have the wisdom of the inner voice and probably a belief as well there that I'm I'm awesome, I'm great, I'm worthy, everything's cool, and I think like this is the interesting piece for a lot of us to like sort of comprehend that if you have a belief there that doesn't serve you, it doesn't mean like like that's the only belief you have on that topic there. We have like hundreds on the same topic, but there will be ones that are just like we've been responding to and collecting evidence for and giving more momentum so they feel louder. But yeah. we can shift that through giving those other thoughts that we do want to um I guess lead our lives with more attention, and that's where the practice comes in. And and I think inner voice work is just so powerful because we actually hear it from ourselves. In and in a if we stop to listen, in a way that just gets louder and louder, easier basically to hear from. And um and then we realize, oh my gosh, that you know I and you can feel it within you, the truth of it, because it is in that deepest as you said Emily part, that knowing that you feel and you experience it's not just words it's it's a embodied experience and it's just undeniable there's no the language almost isn't important it's the way you experience and feel the truth that i am innately worthy
1: always yeah definitely and i think that's the benefit too of having space held for you to have an inner voice session um, or for me working with clients and holding that space for them is that they get to get into that deepness of connection. Uh, The inner voice is always accessible, but to have that space held to allow the mind to take a back seat and allow the inner voice to come through and to feel that deep resonance because if you're having that conversation with your inner voice you're coming up to the level of the mind going down to the inner voice coming up to the level of the mind going down to the inner voice but when you're in a session you get to stay down at the level of the inner voice and so you Mm -hmm. stay in that resonance for an extended time period And so that resonance has a chance to settle into your body and you get to really feel into that sensation and feel into that that confidence and that knowing and that surety. And that has such an impact because it's something that, I don't think the mind can really argue with because it's a physical sensation because it's there for so long with you know what the inner voice is bringing up for you in the moment and what the inner voice brings up is so curated to the experience that you're having that it's undeniable that it's false <laughs> like it it mm-hmm. comes through in a way that the mind can have its fears and doubts around, you know, guidance that's provided or action that um, has been suggested to be taken, but when you've been held in that space of that physical sensation as the inner voice is providing this guidance, that's something that the mind has trouble arguing with because it feels so good and it feels so confident about that advice. So when you come out of that, that's when the mind can go, oh, no, I'm not going to change anything. Like that felt good at the time, but, you know, this is actually going to have all these ramifications. And so coming back to that space again, just every time the mind starts to act upwards, just breathing out and coming back to that space. And the more that you get into that connection with your inner voice, the easier you can drop into it and the easier you can actually feel into that confidence and feel into that surety when the mind is starting to spiral on its thoughts.
0: Mm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I feel like no matter how deep our connection is to our inner voice, which makes things infinitely um, easier the more we develop that relationship um, of listening to our inner voices, we still have a mind (laughs) and the mind is going to be the mind and it's going to do its thing. And so the more we have um, opportunities to have the space held for us to drop into the inner voice is so powerful. I get inner voice sessions, um, especially whenever there's like something, a big change happening in my life or my mind is really strong on a topic that I can see is causing me stress. It is infinitely (laughs) more powerful and easier for me to really hear and make changes because of that confidence that it gives the mind and hearing from the inner voice um, when I have an inner voice session, as in the space facilitated and held for me versus me asking my own inner voice. And I have also noticed that as I sort of go along, the, the wider the gap gets between when I've last had um, space held for me. Because I'd have to say, like, um, in my life at the moment, I've got a lot of change happening, Um, and I know that's true for you as well, Emily. And so I notice that the more space I have in between of having an inner voice um, session held for me, I get the length of my conversations with my inner voice uh, gets, like, shorter and shorter, and then I feel like I start to it can feel harder to connect sometimes, harder to get to those Big long juicy answers, and then I go and get myself a top up with an inner voice session, and I just feel like I sort of click in place that connection again. And then I leave, and then I'm able to have these big long um, conversations with myself again in my inner voice, and it and the cycle kind of continues because, like, the mind, as soon as some as soon as it has something that it feels really strongly about, it's just sort of um doesn't want to take the time to connect you know doesn't want to like do, doesn't want to give it the space that it needs to listen and I think that that is um probably
1: a pattern for all of our minds out there yeah it's almost like a um like letting a toddler run wild I think this book a that says that the mind is like a toddler left unattended <laughs> if you yeah, if with a not... knife yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so if you're allowing it to go all that time without actually having a facilitated session, the mind starts to get away with these things and it knows that it's getting away with, you know, knowing everything and I don't need to check with the universe because I know everything and, you know, it's not going to tell me anything that, you know, I don't know because I am the mind. (laughs) So, yeah, I think by having those facilitated sessions regularly, you're taming the toddler, <laughs> for want of a um, a different way of saying that. It's it's just bringing yourself back to that connection in a way that the mind can get on board with because it gets to feel that connection again and it, it gets that reassurance that so, okay, yeah, no, there is some stuff here that I could learn. That's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Okay, so I feel like we never answered the question of um, and how have your having businesses in the past, how has that actually served the current
1: business that you're in now? It's definitely a beautiful thing to see the contrast of and to know what I no longer accept for myself and to approach it. In a way where the, the business is fun. Mm. That's one of the things that all business owners have is the like the money beliefs or money limitations, the you know restricting beliefs around that. And this, my inner voice business, this is something that. I love so much and being called into it in the way that I was, it actually was difficult for me to want to charge for it because I loved it so much and I would just do it (laughs) for free because I wanted to share the gift of all that it can give people. I just wanted to share it because I believe that everybody should have this connection and I just, I love it so, so much. But the world, yeah, I was going to say that the world requires that we have these exchanges of energy that is money. And there's this level of knowing that it brings me so much joy and knowing that I did have that struggle with coming at charging for it because it's just I feel like it's like water and food. Like everybody should just have this connection. And it's I feel like it's something that, you know, there are so many things that could be taught in schools and this I believe is definitely one of them, and you know, emotional awareness and and all those things that are incorporated in what develops within you when you connect with your inner voice. That's so completely different to what I experienced with my past businesses. So my past businesses were still service based, and they were product based, but. They didn't feel necessary. They didn't feel, like, I just didn't feel connected to them in the way that I do with this business. This is something that I show up for, that I share about without the concern for the money component because even if I didn't, Need that money even if I won the lotto and had my life provided for for the rest of my life I would still be showing up in this way to approach my business from that perspective there is such a freedom in what I'm doing and just phenomenal joy in every interaction that I have with people and everything that I get to share like I love that we have these social media platforms now that I can have these downloads of information and I can have these inspirations and I can put them out there for people to receive like that is just phenomenal to me and That drive, that desire, that joy is just something that I didn't feel in my previous businesses. I felt like I had to work for the sake of working previously and those businesses were the vehicle for achieving money and looking for my worth in that way and looking for how I was good enough in that way. But primarily it was about making a living, and so that is the opposite of what this business is. For me, the money is a byproduct now of sharing with my message, sharing the messages that come through me. And I just love like showing up in that way. And that in itself has been a development for me because prior to 12 months ago, I wasn't even on social media because I still had that, what are people going to think of me? Like if I'm putting stuff out there, like I didn't take selfies, I didn't do any of that because I had that fear of being seen. The desire I have to, yes, I was just going to say the desire I have to share what is coming through me now, like supersedes any of those limiting beliefs uh, that my mind has held. And so, They haven't instantly fallen away, but there's a greater cause.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I know from what you've shared um, in the video that you recorded about the mistress mind that one of the things that, that being seen, that visibility piece is something that you really found the container of the mistress mind really helped you with. Why and how did it help you with being seen?
1: Seeing other members in the community showing up and being inspired by what they were sharing and hearing that they had the same fears around showing up in that way allowed me to be okay with also having that um, and also You know, feeling the fears, and uh, but then also seeing that, well, if they they are doing it, well, I am more than capable of doing it as well. Also, having the support of the other members as well, like that was just such a beautiful container. It is support like I have never received. I was going to say throughout my business journey, but like beyond that, <laughs> um, it's you know, like you think of in school, like there's. I just feel like school there is this constant pressure around you to you know achieve in a certain way, but it's not fostered for the most part. So the mistress mind has just played such a huge role in my business development and also personal development because. They go hand in hand <laughs> for me to show up online. There was a, an element of personal development that that, um, that happened there. Being in that space of supportive people and people that are on similar journeys and experiencing similar things in business and in life really helped the mind to feel validated mm. and to feel like it's not alone and to feel like it has that encouragement and has that positive feedback and positive reinforcement as well. Yeah, it's just a, like a truly beautiful community. <laughs> it's it's, um, it's something that's really sad to see end actually. It's <laughs> like you want that, that experience to continue uh, because it's like for everybody, everybody just advanced so much during that short time frame um, I actually went back and listened to my first or my strategy session with you Um, this morning I I felt called to go listen to that and just listening to I could tell it instantly in the tone of my voice (laughs) and the things that I was talking about at that time I thought that I was doing really well with everything that I had integrated into my life through my inner voice you know journey um, so that was a couple of months after the facilitator training had finished I thought that you know, I was kicking goals I <laughs> thought you know, that I had really evolved and then listening to myself this morning I thought wow like I was still I could hear that I was really insecure I could hear that I was even really nervous talking to you and I'd already worked with you for for ages (laughs) at that point for quite a few months. I was still, I had that nervousness of I have to provide the right answers. I have to, like, know what I'm talking about. Mm. And really coming at that strategy session from the level of the mind, which is so different to what our next strategy session is going to be like. (laughs)
0: so different yeah Yeah, yes I love that that's so good that you did that for yourself it's so great when we can go back and like just look at our growth and be so proud of ourselves because of that
1: yeah so completely different and even the things that I was focusing on then and the fears that I was holding and you know the concerns that I had about you know especially showing up online and um so so different. So many things that we spoke about. I was like, wow, those things don't even register for me <laughs> anymore. Like I'd actually forgotten that those those had happened and that they were like real issues for me at the time. because um, it was such a an organic growth as well. It wasn't like things were definitely things weren't being forced upon me or anything like that. Whereas previous you know, containers and, and groups that I've been in in the past in the business world um, were very competitive and forceful, and you know had high expectations and you know certain standards that were required to be met. It was very like regimented and completely different to the holistic approach <laughs> completely <laughs> different to like having any kind of intuitive involvement in business.
0: Yeah, and though those that environment of competition is not very conducive to in receiving and hearing from inner voice guidance.
1: No, no, not at all. And it's so again that's that that mental external um you know, uh, validation, uh, mm. grading how you're achieving based on how somebody else is achieving and how you compare. And that's completely different to like, what this mistress mind was about. There was no comparing, I felt, at least. It was all inspiration. It's like, oh, that's what she's doing. That's amazing. Like, I wonder if I could do, like, this thing that's similar um, there was no, oh, she's doing that. So well, I can do better than that. <laughs> it's like, there was none of yeah. that energy.
0: Yeah. I love that. And like, I guess you can look at it. It's of course, like the space that's set up very intentionally and the people who are attracted to it, but also it is like you said, because it's a holistic approach we're taking. So when we take a holistic approach, we're, we're, filling up our cup first and foremost, and then pouring from that overflowing cup. Yeah. So there isn't anything to lose from other people. There's nothing to, um, there isn't that sense of urgency. There isn't that sense of um, scarcity. Instead, there's only something to serve, give, provide from that place of abundance. And it's a totally different experience for everyone then. Yeah.
1: And the ability for everybody to show up vulnerably, vulnerably <laughs> as well. Yeah, that was yes. huge. So it, it was not uncommon for—I know I cried <laughs> on, on many occasions <laughs> on our calls—and it's just, yeah, it, it's because this the space is so safe that these things can come out, and you know, emotion is just energy, but to be. In that space of being held and being received and not being judged for where you're at in that snapshot moment, that was just such a beneficial experience. And for everybody to be in that space. As well, so as I said, I think we all took turns. <laughs> who was, you know, who was getting yeah, yeah. upset and who was releasing, and but then to hear, it wasn't just you providing the advice; it was other people resonating, like other other members in the Mistress Mind resonating that you know they had had a similar experience or providing advice on that situation as well, and you know, um, having compassion for where you were at. All of that collaborative energy is uh, nothing that I could have ever thought was going to be a part of that container. But my mind had mm. no comprehension that that was going to be a part of it.
0: Wow. That's so interesting for me to hear because it's so hard for me personally to find the words to really capture the full essence
1: of this container it's it's like the connection with the inner voice it's like the inner voice can't even bring through you the words of what that is because the mind doesn't have the words yeah those words don't exist because it's beyond the mind's comprehension so I kind of feel like the mistress mind is the same like there's no words that could encapsulate all that it involves
0: it's one of those things that
1: like when you know you know (laughs) like when you experience it then you know what it's about
0: so true and that's that just further shows why energy is so important right like if I can focus on Energetically sending out the signal of the mistress mind to people, and just and allowing and trusting people who resonate with that energy to come. Then the perfect people find their way to the container, and it's actually so funny because I'm always so surprised by how people show up. I can feel people orbiting me, and I know like there, there's always people like orbiting us, interested in us, and the way that they show up and the journey that it's taken them. Like to arrive, like the way that they've arrived, like I could never ever have come up with that with my mind. It's just like people just arrive in the most magical ways. And so that's why, like, I don't care about copy on a sales page. I don't care about words in an email or the words that I even say on a podcast. (laughs) It is about the energy behind it. That's what people are vibing with. And when you can, understand that there's just so much more joy and freedom and creativity that you allow yourself like with the words and with like, you know, writing a sales page, for instance, for me, was like, I want to try and explain this, but I know that this is not going to be completely encapsulated. I'm not going to find the perfect words. It's not, There aren't the perfect words it becomes this different purpose of doing a sales page which allows for error, allows for holes and gaps and mystery and um, it's a totally, it gives you then as the creator a totally different um, experience when you're doing things that can be kind of stressful for your mind in business. Yeah,
1: and actually with you mentioning the sales page too, that's something that six months ago my mind was, stressing about that I had to have this perfect sales pitch that the sales page had to have it perfectly worded because that was what was going to get me clients and now my inner voice wrote my stage for my sales page and I haven't looked at it again (laughs) since (laughs) because the energy is there it doesn't need the analysis of the mind totally I love that my inner voice knows what my clients need to hear and I trust that and there's a freedom in that as well because then I don't have to worry about what it says. I don't have to exert that energy and have that you know, analysis paralysis of going through and editing it and copying and pasting, <laughs> cutting, pasting, like cutting things out, you know, rewording things, like trying to make things more concise, <laughs> that's how I used to operate. And I feel like you're a fly anything. on the wall
0: looking at and, all the business owners so, out there, like with their piece of <laughs> copy, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you watching yeah. me?
1: <laughs> and then close down the Close the screen and, and then walk away and come back again three days later and hit delete and start <laughs> <Not perfect> again. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's so so freeing to just be in the energy, allow it to be what it is, allow it to like this recording that we're doing today like we had no this is what we're going to talk about and you know what are you going to answer with and you know what should we discuss this is just Mm. flowing in the energy yeah just allowing that to be what people need to receive
0: yeah i love that Okay. Beautiful. This conversation has taken lots of different turns and so many different themes we've covered. I'll ask you a couple of like rapid fire kind of questions to wrap us up that I love to ask everybody. So first of all, you've, you've gone into detail about how the Mistress Mind has supported you. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with us?
1: I never fathomed the connections that I would make with other business owners I never fathomed how deep those connections would become so quickly either Um, to be able to jump on a call with people that you have never previously met and just outlay all your deepest darkest fears and concerns and you know everything that's going on for you that is just something that five years ago. (laughs) Five years ago, me would have been freaking out about. But it just came so naturally and so easily. Yeah. Well, look at that growth that it shows within
0: yourself, that ability to really trust yourself, to be vulnerable. And, you know, it like vulnerability is strength. It is our power. It is where we allow ourselves to be like supported and also it's kind of like because these things that we don't want to voice we don't want to voice them because we are ashamed of them and that word shame is very important it's not guilt it's shame we think that that means that 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 there's something wrong with us and when we get to a point where we allow ourselves to kind of like almost dob on yourself almost like um call out your mind, like, hey, my mind is really worried about X, Y, Z, or I'm, like, really struggling with ABC, it's, like, then you separate yourself from the fear. You separate yourself from the story and allow yourself to to see another perspective. Like, that's how we see other perspectives. Yeah,
1: and allowing that to be. I actually remember getting on the first, Um, like group call and that was I think the first thing that I said was I'm really nervous and then by giving that feeling airtime it dissipated after that and you know I shared what I was sharing that day I don't recall that part but by just allowing that energy to be rather than you know trying to hide that allow that energy to pass but it also like it adds to the authenticity of the experience and allows everybody else to Mm. feel like they can come 100% to the call as well. Like that honesty and the connection that is made through that. such a like such a tribute to the space that you are holding to and the energy that you're putting out there that you are attracting people that facilitate Mm. that level of connection
0: yeah well it's definitely a co-creation so or everybody who's in it is like so important um which is why like we can only use energy to to fill it that's the most important piece. Yeah. So what was the best thing you experienced
1: during your time in the mistress mind? <laughs> it's hard to put just one answer there. There was there was so much. I don't want to rank them even because I feel like they were all equally, everything equally played a part in getting me from where I was at the beginning to where I am now. And I think everything that I've spoken about, about it so far is all part of that. So I can't say that there's anything that stand out. I feel like there was just so much to the experience and so much. I can't even imagine being without now. Like I can't imagine not being in this place that I'm in now. And so that can be the standout, (laughs) the fact that I am here now.
0: Yeah. Well, that's so beautiful that you're able to see everything that you experience throughout that journey is equally relevant and valid and worthy and amazing. For bringing you to where you are, I feel like that's the whole point. And I and you've just <laughs> you've just encapsulated that and exactly what you've said. Like along our business journeys and our life journeys, everything that happens is all equally as important as the other. It's how we get to yeah. where we're going, and so nothing is really like off track. It's like this is the path for me, and all of it because. Yeah, I I just I think that this is actually a really important piece that everybody really want you to pay attention to anything that seems like it's going wrong is not going wrong. It is happening for you in some way. And when you feel like, oh, I've wasted time and attention on whatever, it's not really it's leading you to having some sort of information and discovery about yourself and your path that helps you on your path. So there are no losses and or wrong turns
1: ever, ever. Yeah. And in that too, just because you don't see how it serves you in the moment, those things that feel like failure, which there's no such thing as failure. Just because you can't see that lesson that you're gaining in that moment doesn't mean that the lesson isn't present and i've had so many moments that i've looked back on and gone oh, i see why that happened why that's happened now and i can see how if that had gone the way that my mind had wanted it to go at the time how i wouldn't be where i am now
0: mm. yeah awesome okay Emily, we need to wrap it up because I've taken so much of your time, but I'm just enjoying this conversation and the beautiful slow pace of it so much. So my final question is what does creating a life that is beautiful mean to you?
1: Mm, Creating a life from that connection with who you are underneath all the layers of the mind creating life from that perspective that is coming at life with fullness, which means that the experiences that you have are adding to what you already have. You are not looking to fill yourself up from what you're experiencing because you're already coming at it whole. You just get to enjoy and delight and play with the experiences that are presented to you and to cultivate from that fullness as well, to understand what your desires are and to bring them to life. I love it,
0: Emily. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today and sharing your experience um, as an amazing human (laughs) on this planet and also uh, with your business, with us all. I am so excited and honoured that you are continuing with us in Season 2 of our 2021 Holistic Business Mistress Mind. I'm so excited to deepen into this beautiful self-trust, trust of the universe um, trust of who shows up in, on your path and to, um, check back in at the end of it. And again, just see what you've learned. It's just, we just learn so much from each other, from the, um, our own experiences. And I, I love that so much. So, um, where can our beautiful listeners continue to connect with you?
1: So, firstly, I just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity to connect with you in this way. This has just been so much fun to chat with you today. Mm, It's short. Your listeners can find me at my website, which is emilystyles.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Emily Styles. And I'd love to see you over on Instagram and send me a DM if you are curious about how I can help you to create a more meaningful, more purposeful, more fulfilled life by connecting with your own voice.
0: Yes, everybody go and get in touch and come and continue the conversation about this episode over on Instagram with the both of us. We'll be looking out for your comments and your questions and take a screenshot of you listening to the episode right now and, um, and share what has resonated most for you and tag both Emily and I, um, on your stories so that we can share you and also continue the conversation there too. All right, Emily, thank you so much. Lovely. This was awesome. Well, thank
1: you so much fun. (laughs)
0: So there you go, my beautiful friends. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful conversation with Emily about all things business and really being in tune with your sense of self. I'm so excited for you to continue connecting with Emily. So let's continue the conversation over on Instagram stories. Take a screenshot right now if you're listening to this episode, tag both Emily and I on Instagram stories and let us know what resonated most for you about Emily's journey and our conversation today. We would love to hear from you and make sure you go share some love on Emily's Instagram. It's always so beautiful after sharing so vulnerably about our journeys and about our business, what we've learned, like it's so valuable hearing this for every, for all of you, for all of us and having the conversation is so valuable. So please share some love with Emily, go and cheer her on, make it, put a comment on this episode on Instagram and let's continue the conversation together. For those of you who would like to join my uh, high level mastermind, which is the Holistic Business Mistress Mind, make sure you've got your details on the wait list. Keep an eye out for the email you you will receive immediately with the details on how to apply and make sure you follow those steps right away so that you can join us in the next intake of the Holistic Business Mistress Mind. You can find those details at letitiaringe.com forward slash mistress mind. It is first in, best dressed. So if places are full by the the time that you apply, then we will let you know about the next intake. All right, my beautiful friends, I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll see you later. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash C-Y-B-B. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.